You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, guys. What is up, world? It's Kelly Zabrocki, and I'm popping on here today. I'm feeling real inspired. You guys have been really just, I mean, the expectations have been high on social. You guys have been asking me lots of questions, requesting a lot of content, a lot of Q&A. And then I've been running into some of you in the streets of the world and your questions are amazing and your your requests like of what you want to know have been terrific. And so it's just continued to inspire me to show up, show up on this platform, record for you guys. And one of the things I consistently hear is leadership questions. And, you know, sometimes like we all struggle with imposter syndrome. Like I'm like, oh, I cannot answer leadership questions. I mean, like, what do I know? I'm a lieutenant in the Navy. I, and some of you are probably laughing at that. But when you see the people I work with, I mean, I'll be quickly humbled to be like, yeah, I know nothing. (laughs) Like, I clearly don't know anything, but that's not true. See, that's that imposter syndrome kicking in. And you think you don't know anything, or you think you're not a good leader, or you think that you're not qualified. But then, you realize that you are. You start reflecting on like what you've done, what you've been through, the things that have made you better and stronger. And they all come from these little chapters of life. So I just want to get into today. Like it's so misunderstood that like we're all just like these like immediate inspiring leaders, right? Like, no, that is not true. We all have to start somewhere. Absolutely. I mean, even third grade Kelly like ran for class secretary and lost by the way but like we all have to start somewhere we all have to build that confidence we all have to pull in these little nuggets of confidence that make us into better leaders more prepared leaders better equipped to handle more situations so I'm just going to dive in today and talk a little bit about how to build yourself into a better leader over time. Because I'm going to say better leader because I think we all have the leadership gene in us already. I think it's there. I think that we are leaders. Just Some of us are stronger. Some of us are more confident. Some of us are very boisterous. Some of us have, you know, learned to tap into using our introverted side to become better leaders. Like it's there, right? But you have the ability to build on this and become better at it over time. So let's get right into it. Thanks for joining me today. We're going to dive in. All right. So I'm just going to get right into it today. I want to make sure that we just really motivate and inspire you and that you guys feel equipped to get out there, challenge your leadership, really push yourself and do something scary. So that's actually the first thing I'm going to say. I'm so blessed to have like a wide, wide audience. You know, I have some high schoolers that tune in. I have college students that tune in. I have peers and then senior leadership in the military. Like it's crazy, right? And I I appreciate all of you. 
So I'm going to kind of take you through a bit of a step-by-step starting from what you can do at a really young age. And maybe, you know, you can apply this to any area of your life, whatever chapter you're in to get started or start building that confidence in your leadership. But for those of you who are like, hey, I'm really young, pretty introverted. I don't really like being up in front of people. Like, how am I going to be this really inspiring leader? Well, I can only speak from my experience. I can only tell you how this has helped me, what I did, and kind of what my tips would be. So, and this isn't to say that, like, this is the only way, right? Like, this is just a way to get started. So, I want to circle back to a quick story I alluded to in my intro. Again, hashtag core memory. I was in the third grade. No, that's a lie. Actually, I think I was in the fifth grade. I was in the fifth grade. Yep, it was in the fifth grade. And I remember like wanting to do class office, which was literally like your class, right? Of like 20 people in fifth grade. It wasn't like all of fifth grade. It was my little like tiny classroom. So um, my teacher put out like, hey, we need a class secretary. We need a class treasurer. We need a class president. And I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. And the reason why I was inspired by this was because I love to write. So I was like, ooh, an opportunity to write. Like that could be kind of neat. So I wanted to run for class secretary. And I went home and I was like, hey, mom, like I think I want to run for class secretary. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like I love that you want to do something involved in your classroom. But why class secretary? Why not class president? And I thought, I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't think I have the confidence. Like, I, can't, I don't want to be class president. Like, I just want to, like, take notes. Again, like, not diminishing those secretaries out there, like, whatsoever. But this was, like, a stepping stone for me, right? She wasn't just like, why are you settling for something that's, like, not the top tier? Like, not the pinnacle, which is class president. And I was like, you're right, mom. Like, I should do it, right? And she was like, yeah, you 100% could be fifth grade class president. <laughs> So we made the little posters and we put them in the classroom and I ran for fifth grade class president and I didn't win. Another kid beat me who, by the way, like did not deserve it. Like he did not deserve it whatsoever. He did absolutely nothing for our classroom. I want to start like a recycling program. Like I was like ready, right? I was like, these are the things I'm going to do as class president. I'm just going to lengthen recess, like, you know, all motivated, but I lost And I was scarred. And I was like, oh, no, like, I don't want to be class president ever again. Like, this is horrible. Well, fast forward eighth grade. Same thing comes up. Now it's all of eighth grade for student council. It's not just like your one homeroom class. It's like the entire grade. And, you know, I was kind of scarred from fifth grade. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to run. But I'd only been at that school for two years because as an AV brat, I didn't really know a lot of people. And she was like, Kelly, you are hardworking. You're motivated. Like, you should absolutely run for class president. You deserve it. You would do a really good job. And I would plan on, like, the dances and, like, all the activities and the Friday night football games and all of that. So I was like, you're right. I'm going to go for it. Like, I think I would do a really good job as class president. So, again, I make all the posters and put them all up. And I lost. <laughs> I lost again. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? This is really not in my future. And I lost to a girl who had been there since kindergarten, right? Like everybody knew who she was. She was really smart, really bright. And it was really hard to beat that, right? But I remember after like her time came and went, I was like, this is like something I really do think I would do a good job at. 
like, I think I would be a good class president. So here we are again, freshman year of high school, freshman, boom, right out of the gate. They need a freshman class president. And this time you're in charge of the float and other aspects of homecoming and all those things. And I was like, you know what? Like I, again, just really feel like this is something I want to be good at. And I'm going to, I'm probably going to lose again, but Hey, I'm going to keep putting my name in the hat and just see what happens. Right. So I ran for ninth grade class president and the girl who won in eighth grade decided not to run again. She said it was too much responsibility. So I was like, it's my turn. I run. And I think, don't quote me on this. My friends from high school correct me. I think I ran without an opponent. Like, I think I ran by myself. I think. But I still ran my hardest. I put those posters up. I was campaigning. I got stickers and buttons. I was like, vote for me. People were like, aren't you the only one running? And I was like, yes, but vote for me anyways. Putting my name out there. I wanted to show like the kind of president I was going to be. So I won. I won class president. And like I said, I think I ran without any opponents, but whatever. Who cares? I ran and it was off to the races, right? Like it was September. I had to plan a float for homecoming. I had to have like dozens and dozens of kids come over to my house to build this float. Um, I had to help set up the homecoming. I had to put together a homecoming court, like all of these things, right? Immediately, like starting off high school. And I did it and I loved it. And I kind of like crushed it, right? So then sophomore year, I think someone tried to run against me, lost. So the rest of high school, I ran without an opponent and I won every single year. Everyone was like, it's just kind of known that Kelly is going to run for class president. <laughs> so I was class president all four years, except for my senior year, I was like student council president. So I wasn't just in charge of the seniors. I was in charge of the whole high school because hashtag extra. So why am I telling you this story? When you think back to like those little core memories, those little things that push you out of your comfort zone, that's building your leadership right? So I was in fifth grade wanting to run for class office. And my mom was like, why are you running for secretary? Like, why not president? And I was like, I don't know. I really have no reason other than like, I guess secretary like sounded cool. Like I thought like all the cute girls were class secretary. I had no reason at all, which is why I should continue to push myself. And at the youngest, youngest age, like whatever age you are, you could be in high school right now. You could be in college try to volunteer for some kind of leadership position, whether it's in school, which that's easy, right? There's so many different kinds of leadership positions that's going to take you out of your normal day-to-day and put you in charge of something. And that kind of responsibility, even if it's organizing a bake sale, like you're going to learn something from that experience, right? Or maybe it's in your church youth group. You're going to start organizing a Bible study. Maybe it's in your sports teams. Like, you know, I actually was never captain of my track team. I was never captain. And when it became my senior year, I was super bummed because that title was passed on to someone else. But guess what? Like that didn't matter to me. I was still going to be a leader on the team. I was still going to be a good example and a mentor to the rest of the girls on the team. So any opportunity you can at a young age to start volunteering for those things, you're going to pull little experiences over time of, wow, that was hard, but wow, I failed at that, but wow, I would not have done it this way. I would have done it this way retrospectively. Like you're going to build that experience arsenal. You weren't just going to walk into life and be like, I'm a congressman. Hello. Like you have to start somewhere. So start by volunteering 
wherever you are in your life right now, start volunteering. It's at work, volunteer to do something. It's at school, volunteer to hold a leadership position. You don't have access to any of those things. Go do community service. Put yourself in charge of some kind of project. This is powerful because every single time you do this, you are challenging yourself and you're building your confidence. And I look back, I have volunteered for so many things, like not just in high school. In high school, oh my gosh, student council, track, honor society, drama club. I was a director of my school news. Like I literally was like, oh, an opportunity to excel, sign me up. And guess what? I didn't always excel. I really didn't. But it was an opportunity for me to excel and learn, right? Like I knew someday I wanted to be in some sort of leadership position and I wouldn't just walk into it. So 100%, I challenge you to start there. Yes, scary. Yes, worth it. Anything worth having is going to be absolutely terrifying, but you have to show up. I'm challenging the person right now who's about to go sign up for something or volunteer for something and then is going to back out. Don't do it. Don't do it. Remember me right now and play this episode again if you have to. Show up. There's so much power in showing up and you're going to be so much more confident the day that you show up and do it just by starting. You have no idea what you're doing, but you're going to show up and you're going to be like, okay, I volunteered to be blank position and here I am. In all my mighty and my glory, I am showing up. You just did that and I'm so proud of you. Second, I'm going to say, once you do whatever that is, whatever that position is, whatever that leadership role is, maybe it's for a month, maybe it's for a week, maybe it's one project, maybe it's decorating the school fair. Reflect. Reflect on the experience you just had. Did you hate being in charge of a large group of people? Did you hate organizing a project? Did you love being in charge of a small group of people? Did you love planning an event? Did you love doing community service? Did you love that it was in the morning? Did you love that it was over time? What did you love? What did you hate? What did you dislike? What would you do over again? So think about like the actual like logistical aspect of what you just did, the pros and cons, and reflect on that. But then also think personally, what did you enjoy about it? You know, and I'm going to kind of give you an example here. I reported to my ship and I was in charge of 26 amazing sailors, right? And I've talked about this in many, many other podcast episodes. Like I was not the world's greatest service warfare officer. Like no one was nominating me as SWO of the Year Award. Definitely not happening. I was not the go-to person on the ship for all things knowledge. Like that was not me. But my strength is people. I really, really like people. And I knew that because of all my experiences in the past, right? Like that's something that I could bring to the table was my people skills, the fact that I care about people, I like working with people. So reflecting back on my time when I was a division officer in a ship, I may not have been the smartest person in the room with all things shipboard knowledge, but I cared a lot about my people and I learned about them and I got to know them. and. That was that was my priority. Like that's what I I loved. And you know, I'm looking back and reflecting on it. I have still continued to try to make that the pinnacle and the center of everything that I'm doing and everything that I apply for or billets I take or positions I'm in is hopefully some sort of interaction with people where I can connect with them and continue to inspire them in any way, shape, or form. 
So you want to reflect back on those priorities. What did you care about? What brought you joy? Tap into that. Tap into that wholeheartedly because it's hard to lead something that you don't care about and you're not passionate about. Like people can tell there's a difference between a leader and a manager. I can manage an AT&T store right now. Like I could go manage an Arby's. Like I could go manage those things. Not saying those aren't hard and difficult jobs, but you're managing. You're not necessarily leading. Like leaders inspire. Leaders challenge themselves and others. Leaders create influence and waves and impact. Like that's what leaders do. They don't just manage a schedule and color code and deal with shifts and arriving on time. Like that's not what leaders do. So we're next going to reflect and learn, right? And like what felt natural to you during that time? Um, And that's going to help cultivate that passion. Next, as you continue in your next venture, I'm going to challenge you again. Take on another kind of leadership role. Volunteer for something, tap into something, work with something, work in some sort of organization. Gain that experience year by year. I am not telling you to do something once a week. I'm not even telling you to do something once a month. I'm telling you to start tapping into things once a year if you're not already doing it in your everyday life or your job to help build this experience. So next, find a mentor. Find a mentor 100%. I have like seven mentors. I've had a mentor from the time I was applying to the Naval Academy. I had someone that I could talk to about my application process. I had mentors while I was at the Naval Academy. I had peer mentors who were getting through the Naval Academy and crushing it. I also had upperclassmen at the Naval Academy I could reach out to when I was having a tough time. I had mentors when I got out to the fleet. I utilized my chief. I learned from his leadership style. And then now, like, you know, later in my career, I have mentors who are fellow lieutenants who are two years senior to me. I have a mentor who's an admiral that I get to talk to quite frequently on how she navigated her career, how she's navigated these difficult decisions, how she was able to push through challenges that came her way. I have a mentor in every area of life, and I challenge you to do the same. I would love to be everyone's mentor in life. That would bring me nothing but joy, but find a mentor who relates to you. If you're a mom, find a mentor who's a mom. If you're a multi-passionate woman, find a woman who's doing the same thing. If you're a male and you want to be connected with a guy who is also having and balancing a successful marriage, reach out and find one. People love to be people's mentors. They really do. They love to share their knowledge and share how they got through things and how they've built their confidence. It's going to bring so much power and empowerment into your life. If you find a mentor and connect with someone and take notes and be active listeners and also share your goals with them long-term of what you're trying to achieve. If they can't help you, they're going to find someone who can. So that's really, really powerful stuff. And it's going to help build your leadership as you intake all of these tips and all of these things over time. It's going to be so powerful. And then lastly, I want to challenge you to be prepared to fail more than you will succeed. Honestly, like what is failure? What is success? Like success to me is such a vague word. 
like people will see like, oh, Kelly, you're so successful. And I think, hmm, I'm not where I want to be yet. So am I successful? But then you step back and you're like, oh, I did X, Y, Z, K, L, M, N. I am successful. Like I've done it and I did it and I overcame it and I'm continuing to grow and I'm still here thriving and putting lip gloss on every day and my skin, you know, is flourishing and I'm drinking my water. Like I'm showing up. Here I am. Like that's successful, right? But I think a lot of people think success means you achieved every single thing that you wanted to and that's just not going to happen. I think success is more that you maybe didn't achieve it, but you still pulled yourself up and you got up and you showed back up, right? So I have failed way more than I have, quote, succeeded, I think, in my life. I failed in track. I fell at my state track meet and I got dead last when I was trying to win first. This just in (laughs) at the state track meet. I failed plenty of Naval Academy exams while I was there and I dusted myself up and I showed up again in class and I tried again and I kept going because I knew my goal in sight was graduating. I failed when I went to my first ship and I know in in hindsight it wasn't my fault, but it felt like failure because I didn't get my SWO pen. I left my ship early because of my medical status And I became an HR officer. And so I have to be reminded of that constantly, that I didn't fulfill what was, quote, seen as successful as a naval officer, as a swell on a ship. But pushed forward, moved into my new career. I failed in pageantry. I never won. I never technically won. But guess what? Every single example I just gave you was truly an opportunity I had to grow. I grew from all of it. I grew and humbled and I learned how it felt to fail. I learned how to pick myself up back again. I learned how to be relatable. I learned how to push forward. I learned how to stay determined. And I still struggle when people are like, hey, tell me about yourself. Like, how do I put into words exactly who I am and who I want to be when I have felt like I achieved it yet. But it's happening. It's still going. And I say I'm a leader by example. I may not be the CEO. I may not be an admiral. I may not be the director of the world's greatest corporation. But hey, I want to be a peer mentor. I want to be a leader to all of you out there who are struggling to Find your identity and be authentic to yourself and challenge yourself. Let me lead you. Let me help push you toward that, toward those little achievements or maybe those big milestones. That's still a leader. And I know all of you have the ability to lead in your own terms. Like stop listening to what you think society tells you what a leader is. And go be the one that you've defined yourself passionately and purposefully and with intention. So before I hop off, I'm going to leave you with one last challenge and review. We're going to go out there and we're going to do something scary. And we're going to start volunteering. Raise those hands. Go apply and do and be in something that's going to challenge you as a leader and set you up for those experiences. 
Next, we're going to reflect and learn. We're going to reflect and learn every single time we do it. What do we like? What do we not like? Where do we feel confident? What were we passionate about? What do we hate? And we're going to journal and we're going to move forward and we're going to remember those nuggets as we move on in life, right? Next, we're going to find a mentor. Find a mentor in every area of life where you want to succeed. So it should be every area, right? Every area, find a mentor, connect with them, and follow up. Lastly, you're going to remember that you never really fail because you've learned. You never really failed because you learned. And we're here to learn and we're here to grow. And I am here cheering you on because we all have the ability to become a more confident leader and to continue to push ourselves, to continue to grow and to maximize our potential. So misunderstood that you have to be born into these purposeful, amazing, and incredible personalities in order to be the best leader. That's not true. You can grow, you can learn, you can adapt, and you can be who you want to be and achieve it. I believe in you guys. I'm here cheering you on always. Please reach out if you need anything whatsoever. Go challenge yourself, do the scary thing, and become a more confident leader. Signing off here, it's Kelly Zabraki. Until next time, this is Misunderstood. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you loved, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you're looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall.